12.13, living cash way. <coughs> 2 part 13. Hold on, let me turn this thing off. Season 2, episode 13. 13. Um, okay, Friday the 13th again. Damn. It's always scary. It was Friday the 13th in December? I yeah, but it's remember. not the 13th. It's just the 13th episode. Damn it. Wrong 13. Uh, wrong 13. But okay. But okay. That's fine then. Yeah. Um, Big things happening. Trump's trial starting soon. Oh, yeah, that's right. That Trump trial. Trump trial is starting soon. Trump trial 2020. I can't believe how sore I am from working yesterday. Like, I, it's my left arm, too. Is my right arm? Yeah, I guess a little bit. From rolling? Yeah, just from rolling, well, I guess. Painting the brush on the parapet walls. Not, I didn't do that for very long, though. I know, but that's pretty intense. Nah. Didn't seem that intense, but what am I? What, what, what am I know? Well, you don't know much about uh, don't even incorporated say working out. I knew you were going to say that. Why didn't you beat me to it? Because I wasn't quite sure what you were going to say, I guess. Um... I don't know. Today seems muggy or sluggy well, because of the snow. The snow is melting. It is melting. All inch and a half of it. <laughs> I know. It's funny, though. Like, uh, you know, of course, it stays on your grass and you get a lot more snow there. But on your roads and stuff, it's just wet and wet and wet. Uh-huh. And Except, wet. Unless it's the shadows. <laughs> and the shadows. And the shadows. And what I think is funny is they can't delay school. They can't delayed school. They, I was going to say canceled school, but they delayed school. They did. They did delay it. And I got to clean my house today because apparently... Let all the sludginess wear off. Piper's inviting a lot of kids over. I don't know. Slumber party. I guess. I don't know. They they have their own... Uh, social life. Yeah. You say you didn't have much of a social life growing up, though. You felt like you didn't, I guess. Let's put it that way. Well, just a circle my parents hang around. Hung around. Yeah, but I think that's kind of typical. Guess. All of our kids' friends are really none of our... Our friends. Some of them, but... Yeah, but like... Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, Melanie, my best friend Melanie, she would always be like, just watch, because her kids were... Like, her t- two oldest were, like, 9 and 10 while my kids were babies. Well, mm. younger. They're, like, three years older than ours. That's true. No, because like Lauren is 21, 22. Oh, those ones, yeah. Yeah, those ones, yeah. Yeah, so they were older. Yeah. And then she had a few older. Anyways, her point was, like, you you start becoming friends with your kids' friends because that's just how it goes. It's not so much that the adults pick the friends and then the kids yeah. become friends. Yeah. It's usually the kids become friends the other and way then around. the adults become mm-hmm. friends. And she's Mary's. such a friendly gal. <laughs> yeah, Melanie. It, Melanie could make friends with a tree. That's how friendly she is. I'm pretty sure she is. <laughs> she probably is friends with trees. She probably is. She's a very loving nature type of gal. We need to go see her. I do miss them deeply. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I had a big social life growing up when I was a kid. Um, I had a great childhood. I feel like. Yeah, I did too. 
I mean, yeah, for the most part, it I wasn't made it to adulthood. Good. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't too stressful. No. Do you feel like it was stressful? No. Put a post on Twitter today. Mm-hmm. It says, um, "Well, here." I was gonna say maybe you should read it because I don't, I don't have Twitter. Yeah, I do. It says. Today, think positive thoughts about yourself. Start to change those negative, nagging, anxious thoughts. Anxiety is a coping mechanism. Practice positivity. I think, because I know we touched on it the other day, and not to yeah. want to get hardcore in any again, because there's so many variables to it, but I feel like the word anxiety is so tossed around today so easily. Oh, that gives me anxiety to do that, or... I just get anxious for this or I get anxious for that. And I think that the word, I think nervousness or excitement gets confused for anxiety or, or, you know, um, and so, and too often I would say people have this dialogue in their head that, that they're nervous to go somewhere. They've already built this story up in their head or there's some, there's some sort of dialogue going on to where when a situation comes up, it may make them nervous. But nervousness is an anxiety. And I think that it's too often confused between the two. There's lots of things I do that make me nervous, but it's not anxiousness. It's not anxiety. It's more like, okay, it's more fear or whatever. But the word anxiety, and the more that it gets thrown around, the more socially normal it becomes, the more people have anxiety and they have, and they can't get out of bed because they're so nervous as to what the day is going to bring or things like that. And, um, and it does take, it takes a conscious effort to change one's thoughts to say, Hey, what I'm feeling now is excitement, but it's a positive excitement and not an anxious excitement because it's just energy and motion. And so that that was my thought of the day is you know be kind to ourselves to speak positive spot speak positively of ourselves and be have positive thoughts about ourselves and trust ourselves and that we're on our, our right path and, and our right journey on where we're headed and that you know sometimes nervousness isn't anxiety even though it may feel the same sure i definitely agree with all that um I think one of the factors is like just opening up Pandora's box. Like we were talking about like the pendulum of like, you know, when you, when you're one way and then you, you kind of like anxiety I'm saying is like, there was a time where that probably wasn't very oftenly used in our vocabulary Uh or in society's vocabulary. Like I, I think a lot of things just didn't really have names for it either because back in the day when you're farming your land and you know someone's like oh i just don't want to get up because my crops won't grow this year i'm scared that my crops won't grow this year but back in the day there wasn't quite a word of how to describe that feeling that anxiousness of like i don't know why i'm scared because i haven't even planted my seeds yet like well there's nothing to fear yet why am i why am i nervous right now but I think also it has to play has a lot of play from that from the 1500s to now or the 1800s to now is how big our society is now. All well, the other components that come into our life aren't just eat water and no, sunshine. They're not, but um, but you have so many things that are saying or creating or telling people that this is giving people anxiety. Or I mean, when Trump got voted into presidency I, that's the most bizarre thing i've ever seen 
with cry closets and people being so distraught and upset and just over a dialogue over it's kind of more the dialogue that set the ball in motion and so when it did happen all their worst fears came to fruition and really at the end of the day there was nothing there's not really much to fear it doesn't change much the president doesn't change much that and it does surprise me because i know we sometimes touch on politics more than we anticipate but um i always think like sometimes when i see people's political posts of like trump is an idiot we're dying if you i don't know whatever that rhetoric is from that yeah those that group of people or those types of people um i kind of sometimes just want to comment like who cares like who cares who cares but the thing is is i feel like the answer already in my mind to that or the rebuttal to that would be well you should care this is your you know this is your united states this is your country this is your vote this is our like this is a country for the people of the people you know and it's like i get that and i stand behind that but the thing is is that post your stance your opinion your words literally have changed nothing you yeah, haven't that's, changed that's anybody exactly anybody's that's exactly opinion it. you haven't changed any of the laws or anything that has come in and out all you legitimately are doing are thinking that you're educating people that are stupid or naive or yeah. don't see you're it not, right but it's all not facts it's not creating anyways. a difference it's not making change it doesn't create change um i don't know, you know i just don't think though? the world would be any different without any of those comments tweets posts or but, whatever but you know like here in new mexico it does require some amount of educating or digging into seeing what political people want, what their agendas are. Sure. Um, our governor right now in New Mexico um, is she's shutting down. I mean, I know that New, I mean, New Mexico's she's taken a stance for the green house gases. Time, but, yeah. but and it's so interesting to see like, yeah, we're going green, we're going green, going green, and then the repercussion of that is killing jobs and killing a community. And then she's wanted to shut down private prisons, which is another huge employer in that community. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but what's crazy to me that you want to close private prisons, but you want governmental prisons that have to stay at 95 capacity at all times. And they all have to make money. I'm like, even the prison system, if you dig into the money maker, it well, is well, that's the private sector of it. But even the, so you're saying the government sector doesn't make any money. I'm just saying, I, I'm not sure, because I know they have gels and stuff, but I don't know if the government, because I know CCA yeah. and that the other big corporations are, they're not government. Those are private yeah. prisons, and all the one in grants are private prisons. Now, um, and it's interesting to see how, how, on one hand, okay, let's make the greenhouse gases go away or whatever. I mean, for whatever reason, there's, she's seen the study that wants to do that. That's fine. I mean, renewable energy is a wonderful thing. It is pretty cool. But at the cost of jobs and doing it so abruptly is, is so interesting. Why not think, make it smooth? And here's the thing is you would think if you're a politician and you care about the people uh-huh. that you would have, uh, I mean, they're wanting to build a 
However, $2.3 million uh, homeless shelter, they can't decide where to build it. We're in Albuquerque, where to build it right now. And yet you're taking jobs from working citizens that care about the community, that have engaged in the community. That are paying taxes. That that have been paying taxes. Why not put $2.3 million to those An industry over there. Yeah, and put an industry that they can transition transition from to let's have a better plan than just saying hey let's cut it all off and then let these families fend for themselves and that's where i find it so disgusting in america where we authentically do not care about our own people no we don't we we really don't and and the thing is that people think that building a homeless shelter is going to help people the fuck it is you know what would help people and help those homeless people is more people working yeah. is more people having a job creating industry creating but, growth yeah and, and i think it's just so hard because we've just created monsters in a lot of different ways and like i was saying i think i've said it before like even when there's a school shooting or when people die and things that don't touch your life personally it's really easy to brush it away it's really easy to brush away the true problems of today and thank goodness there are super passionate people that take on other people's problems as their own and are advocates for them but i just don't well, i even, just don't uh, understand i don't know how to correct it all well it know? sucks too is i mean she is fucking killing the state she is horrible um some fucking activists some group there's a spotted owl in the forest and there's a whole logging That's company right. in, in, of 75 employees in grants that they can't, they go, can't, they they can't, can't go log anymore. They can't make logs. They, because they, there's a spotted they're owl. Kill, like, yeah, this government that we have is killing industry by creating regulations that don't allow people to, make, to work in the free market. But here's where we stand. Here's where we end up with all of this being said. A, I was going to touch on the fact that you said that this governor's horrible and all these kind of things. I mean, that's kind of the same stance that people take against Trump. Well, there's well, probably this some is, good things. This is, I don't uh, know, but this, that's what I'm just saying. There's more to somebody. There's than so just many councilmen. I mean, uh, you look down the list of all the people that voted for this Green Act. There's, I think, there's two districts that voted not to to say no to it. Even Grants voted for it. The, 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 the city councilor there. It's like, what's crazy is that it's not the governor, but yet you have so much ignorance leading these ignorance, people. Yeah. You, have, you have people pushing a spotted owl. Oh, yeah, let's shut the forest down. Not taking into consideration the people that it will affect. And, and, and you know what? They're, the people that are pushing this agenda are getting paid for it. They're making money. Yep. They're only worried about their bottom dollar. Yeah. My uh, brother was getting sued the other uh, while back for a leasing program that they're, that they're doing. And this lawyer has taken down so many other lawyers in his town or so many other companies or businesses in the town that were lending money like that. And that's his living is to take down people that are leasing or doing like pay, payday advances and their paperwork isn't just right. So he gets a class action lawsuit against them and bankrupts them and he makes tons of money off it. And that's his job. Yeah. What a crummy fucking shitty thing to do. I know. Well, that's where, and that's, and that's just what my point is. It's just so difficult because I feel like we live in this really interesting time where everybody's trying to be super sensitive and caring and loving all while being screwed in the back end. So it's just, how do we, 
I just, I don't understand how it can be equalized because so many different perspectives and experiences and life stories that go into these things. What industry is our governor bringing into the state? What is she doing to make New Mexico a better place? Huh? The art program. That was before her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that's the thing. I'm, like, why Why aren't we... I would want a governor that's going to go out and find businesses and companies to come and make New Mexico boom. Yeah. Make New Mexico the place to, like, come and build industry and come build business and let's build New Mexico up and let's go... Yeah, let's make this uh, an amazing think, state. I just think it takes time to get... Like I was saying about the pendulum. Sometimes when it's from one direction, it goes to the other one so hard that it takes, I feel like this next generation maybe that kind of has seen all of it. I don't know. Well, it's hard because we live in a state that is fundamentally Democrat. Their grandparents, their great-grandparents. I mean, it's just bread. Yeah, but I would say all, like even Republicans are bread. Well, I'm just saying this state. In this state. And so it's interesting to see – it's going to be interesting to see how – because, I mean, look at the country. We're thriving right now. We have a Republican president, and underneath the Democratic rule, it was shitty. Construction was rough. Times were bleak. It wasn't as prosperous as it is now. I mean – People are willing to spend money. People are willing to go out and, and there's some confidence in their dollar and stuff like that. And I don't – I'm not sure like why why is it like that? Why is it such a – I mean it is, it is a very black and white line in the sand. This isn't an Obama era ex- benefits. This is not from Obama. Um, Obama was miserable underneath him. The The – Obamacare and all this other bullshit. What's the point of it all? And here you have Trump who's like, doesn't need money. And he wants to expose the pharmaceutical companies. Hey, how much are you paying for pills? How much is this stuff costing you? Let's get the prices out and let's get control of our rate. Let's regulate how much the pharmaceuticals are making because they're the ones that are really making the money. The doctors and the hospitals and stuff like that. Yeah, they're making their money, but not like the pharmaceutical companies. Oh, yeah. Not like the companies that are really making the money that are really controlling the market. And, and so the let's thing. expose it. Yeah, I know. Well, and I don't know. I'm not sure how to expose that in all the right ways where it's accepted by everybody either. You know what I mean? And that's where there's so much, like you were saying this morning, about how uh, there's so much push. There's so much. Um, they keep us busy fighting. They keep the people fighting and against each other that they can do whatever the hell they want anyways. Yeah. If people on the news media would be like, look at these idiots, both of these guys, the blue and the red, look how dumb they look. American people, what do you guys really want? You, you don't you don't want the red and you don't want the blue, but, but the we thing. want a combination of both. We want a culmination right. of both of them. We want we want to come together as a people and say, hey, what would make America the greatest? Okay, so you well, want to you want to help homeless people out? That's great. So how can we facilitate that? And we want more jobs. So how can we do that instead of this blue and red and this line in the sand? It's it's the the government does a good job of keeping people separated. Now you got money fucking fuck money and you got paid off bot politicians and you've got no term limits and so pelosi's been in there for 30 fucking years and she's crying about the government yet she's been there for 30 years and it's and she's still complaining about it yeah she is the problem you would think that like if a, a food chain uh restaurant 
was going down after 20 years of the same manager. I mean, there's a common denominator here. And any the other CEO isn't yeah, going to keep that guy around yeah, any longer. Yeah, but that's what's like that's common sense, but then for some reason we give all of these like, oh, well it's not just her. It's not just her that what it's like, okay, but then but nothing's changed and she's been there. And and with a lot of them, I'm not saying just no, her. I'm no. saying a lot of them. And, uh, career and, politicians. Yeah, career politicians where it's like, I just, yeah, you would think if the job wasn't looking great, then maybe we should fire the people. You go to school to become a, a political scientist. Yeah. I mean, that's poppycock. Yeah, it's... It, we, yeah. Term limits are huge. If we, got, if we had new people and their fresh ideas, you wouldn't have the the relationships with the Koch brothers and all these other people that are buying politicians, you, th- that would all go away almost instantly because now every four years you have someone new in there that's going to pres- push a new agenda, that's going to have fresh ideas, that's going to do something different. We have it for the president, but why don't we have it for the people that are really in charge, for the people that are representing the people? Because the president represents the people-ish, but not like the House and the Senate. They are the ones that really represent. They are, they are our Congress people. They are from our state, and they don't really voice our opinion. Uh, I don't know. It's really interesting. I know, and then that's the thing with politics. You can talk about it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and still end up in well, the same spot. And that's where it's like, well, when I just you can, don't when you can, care. When you, can, <laughs> when you can vote on your own salary and vote on how long you can have a job for and how long you can run for, it's amazing. They have it made in the shade. I know, and I know that we, that's why we talk about, that's why we've created Living Cashway, I guess. I mean, I know that we didn't, we didn't, um, that wasn't our intention from the beginning here, but, you know, over the past 15 years of being married, there is a balance of life, I feel like, that should be had, and I think, for me, I view, the way I view Democrats is, like, I do think that their party does care about equality. I think they care so deeply about it that like you're saying they'll lay down and, you know, give everything they can or think that they can in their ways or hide that uh-huh. they're not really. But uh with Republicans you're saying there's so much confidence in the dollar and that's why I don't think there's a lot of confidence in the dollar when there is a Democrat president because I think they're just very Hey, let's take everybody else's money and give it to everybody else that needs it. Hey, let's you know? do government welfare. Hey, let's yeah. let's and, do free health care. Yeah, and I feel like with Republicans, Republicans more have this mindset of like, hey, guess what? It's the American dream. Everybody can make money. Uh-huh. Everybody can go out and do that. And that's where I just feel like there's this balance between both because I do think that giving is really important. It is. I do think that uh, supporting your neighbors, your friends, your community any way you can, even with finances or whatever, is great. Well, and why not? But um, You know, it's interesting because America, we don't take care of ourselves first. The government doesn't take care of ourselves first. The federal government is too big and it's out of hand and it needs to be brought back in a check. That's the purpose of the Constitution to keep the federal government from getting this big, number one. Number two, um, when you have Obama that sends a plane load of money and of unmarked, unmanaged money to another country and, and not takes, and we're not sending that to our homeless people here on our streets. We're not taking care of our own people. We spend billions of dollars in foreign aid every year to help and assist other countries. And we have people that are struggling and starving to death here in our country. And and people are complaining 
that, yeah, we could have free healthcare. That would be fucking badass if we if we cut our foreign aid. Then let's start spending that here. Like, but there's I ways also, to do it. I think the part of me that is maybe naive and un- uninformed is like, I'm not sure what it looks like to keep good relations with other countries as well. I don't know what any of their true conversations are, as in like if you give us foreign aid or us giving them foreign aid help you know helps our relationship blah i don't well, that's the other part you know that what the I'm hard like, part just... is too is that anytime that we give to another country there's expectations it's not yeah. free oh yeah, yeah yeah it's not free we're putting people in bondage to the american dollar we're it's not it's america is pretty dirty there it's not that clean of a country So there's a lot of countries and that's uh-huh. where i'm just saying it, it would be I nice know. to yeah. i don't like shit man we could be self-sufficient we don't yeah. need any other country in the world to help us. But that's be the sufficient. other part of me that says, like, you know, my reality is my reality, and there's other countries that I just don't know that reality. And it, not to be rude, but their daily life doesn't affect my daily life as of far as I know it. You know what I mean? And uh, that's the other thing when I think, you know, well, let's come together as a people. I mean, to be honest, it would be great. The whole world could do that, uh-huh. you know. And that's where it's like where everybody could travel to any part of the world. And if you did want to stay there, you would be welcomed. Yes, there should be uh, checks and balances. I mean, you should Well, that's, to- a beautiful, that's the beauty of having different races and different cultures and different things because we get to learn different ways to live life because if, if the black people just live the way the black people do and never had anybody else introduced into it, then that's the way that they would always live yeah. life. The white people would always just stay in the white path and they would never have any of this diversification with the red people and the, uh, and the yellow and the brown. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have any of this mingling between cultures and races, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have this diversity that we have now. It would be very, right. it would be very interesting to see, but it is beautiful to have the diversity. And now, um, but it's hard when, um, cause social media is such a, an important thing and we can get, you, mm-hmm. I mean, when something happens, it's amazing how fast they can travel. Well, and that's the thing is, it is amazing, and it can be used for good, and it can bring people together. And even, like, my own social media now is a lot different than it used to be because I felt like before it was kind of this, like, granted, I wasn't really using it for my business, you know, as much as I am now because before it was like, oh, this is a highlight I should post on my Instagram or I should and now I kind of view of it view it more of documentation I you I I use it as like this is what I'm doing throughout free my advertisement day. yeah or free advertisement but it's like hey this is just what I'm doing throughout my day it's not great it's not cookie cutter perfect or anymore I'm not you know I'm not like making sure it's the wor- perfect picture or whatever you know what I mean like I'm just saying like social media now hopefully people are realizing or getting away from the highlight reels of beautiful pictures, even though they're still on there. Yeah. I think people are being more drawn to realness, to authenticity, to not yeah. being sold, to just wanting to connect to another human being of like, hey, I really like this person. And I know that they do this for work. I well, And I will use them. Everybody has their people. And it's it's really not about neat. me stealing anybody. Yeah. And it's really neat to see... Um, how social media can, uh, there's so many different ways of happy. There's yeah. so many different ways to be happy. And the way that 
people were raised and told, hey, this is what happiness is. You got to do this, this and that. That doesn't work anymore. You can't just be like, hey, you got to you're the whole family's doctors. Now you have to be a doctor because that's how we live life or whatever. There's too many options now of ways to be happy and different ways to be. And that's the cool thing about social media is that as as much as like people get on there and they they some people Compare have fake lives or whatever, or whatever yeah. but um, there's just so many people that live life so differently and they're happy and they love the way they live life. And a million dollars isn't happiness. Money is not happiness. Things aren't happiness. Happiness is a is it's a state of mind. It's a choice. It's True. what I choose to see thing like see life like. And social media has definitely allowed people to see different ways to be happy and enjoy life without the judgments of anybody else or anything. Because you can get online and find somebody that supports you or will or is like you or is a realm of your thinking. And that's really cool. You don't have to be alone anymore. You don't have to be isolated in your weirdness. Right. And, and I think that's and I think that's a huge part of it is I think it's that pendulum of like, okay, opening the floodgates where everybody has a bathroom stall now to write their opinion on, like Facebook. Uh-huh. But now you also are getting to this point of like, hey, I feel like this. I'm kind of like this. Is there anybody else like that here? Or yeah, has you can find a group. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can find a group that really makes a monumental movement and change like even BII breast implant illness. I mean there that Facebook group already has like 30,000 members or probably more at this moment I'm not sure but uh but I mean that's 30,000 people that's huge for one person to be like hey I feel like this does anybody else feel like this? Yeah and then all of a sudden yeah and then and then come out and then it comes to find out it's like wow mm implants are fucking extremely healthy i mean seriously when you have when i have a sliver in my finger my body does a great job of callousing around it yeah and then you put these bags in your body and all and now your body is literally fighting to get them out it's literally trying to push them out and if it can't get it out then it calluses over them but there's still this infection there's still this this foreign object in the body that the body knows about and it doesn't like it yeah and i totally like they have a hundred and five thousand mm-hmm members but it it, uh but it is it's like and it's made me because but if they they make you happy if that's i mean go for it but but it's made me just i'm just saying my experience of uh um not that i'm like i was ever really gonna get boobs but definitely there was a time in my life and like you know because money always is the biggest factor for me it's like ooh, five grand i could spend that somewhere else or six grand I can go on a trip. So, you know, mm-hmm. like I just, that was never something money was before that. But in my mind, I kind of was like, I probably will get a boob job because everybody around me was getting them and they do look pretty. And here I have mom boobs and blah, 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 blah. But after coming across that breast implant uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, group, I've been a part of it now for two years just because one of my friends was getting explanted. And so she had uh-huh. suggested the group. And so I got on there and then just reading all these women's stories of even if they weren't sick, take out the sickness because a yeah. lot of them, that's why they take them out because they're just really sick. <clears throat> the fact of going through surgery to go get them in or if they're ruptured and then you have to go take them out and then you take them back in. I mean, you're talking 30 grand and being under the knife and having to be uncomfortable. And it's like, I'd much rather just keep my little titties in because they end up with 
a botched or uh-huh. worse looking breast. Yeah. Not that it's horrible. Look, they, a lot of them look amazing. But they go back to these deflated boobies that probably looked better before. Right. They even did it once. It's crazy that we have a government that will regulate some things. But then you have things like that. That's like, oh, well, like they'll regulate what's in our food. We can have all this fake shit in our food, GMOs and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I think the FDA is starting to be like, hey, implants are not healthy. Like Maybe. They haven't. I, I, they definitely have been talking about it a lot more. I mean, like they've even had it on like the Today Show, Today Show I think. Like they're definitely talking well, about it more. It's, I mean, it takes time. It takes time and years and practices and test patients to figure out what the side effects are. What the what the long lasting terms are? I mean, that's why medicine medicine's always put through trials. Fuck, they they give free prescriptions to doctors to give away to clients to see what side effects are, to see what the mass is, to see how the masses react to it, to see what the I mean, <clears throat> long term effects of shit are. But what? Ooh! But that's really how it has to go. You never. I didn't know this. Um, I'll do my research and come back to it, and when I'm more educated. But. Um, one time, I think it was America, there was, they, they got all these men and women together. They were soldiers. And they're like, hey, so everybody come out here, sit on the deck of the boat, face the stern, face the back of the boat, cover your eyes or put your like this. And then they dropped a nuke by them. And they're like, the flash was so bright. The x-rays were so bright. You could literally see all of your bones in your hands and all of your all of the blood vessels and stuff like that. He's like, over like this, my eyes were closed and I could see all of my bones like an x-ray machine. Ah! And, uh, and he's like, in like this, um, you could see your forearms, all your bones. You could just see it through your eyelids. You could see all of this. It was so bright. And they're like, and then when the, when the weight heat wave hits you, he's like, it's like someone lit somebody on fire and they walked through you. He's like, it was the most intense thing I've ever seen. And, and they lived. Yeah. Well now, I mean, there was 22,500 test subjects. 18,500 of them are dead and from respiratory, from lots of cancer, stuff like that. Wow. But he's like, it blows my mind that a country would do that to its own people. And it's like, fuck, yeah, America, like, that's where we come from. This is where we live. We live, we are test subjects. To uh, people that well, are more wealthy or more interested. Even doing that to anybody, any human being. And that's what I'm saying. It's like... Not they even... did it to islands. They did it to people in foreign countries. I know. We drop it in the middle of the ocean. I know. It's so interesting. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, our history is disgusting. It doesn't matter. Republican, But we Democrat, trust this government. But we trust yeah. these people in charge. Like, if, if people really knew the history of where this government came from and what we've done to our own people, there would be way more, way more less trust in them now. But it's so easy to put that stuff away. It's so easy to hide the, the history, uh, the true history. I mean, look at fucking Christopher Columbus. For how many years he was such a great guy. And look at, look at all of this, and it, which he did some great things, not saying that, but not that our government hasn't done great things. But look at what they've done to their own people. Look what they're doing to their own people. And then they're they're that's over the here thing. with puppets on their hands that's, and we're just watching the puppets. And that's just is what bothers me. It's just because it's like people that are all up in arms in the today's society. It's like even like Ricky Gervais's uh, mm-hmm. monologue where it's like you work for Apple because it's like Apple has its new streaming you know, service. Awesome. Yeah, but little like not nobody cares that they're 
products are made by sweatshops, uh-huh. you know, and it's just like, yeah, screw you people. You guys, nobody cares if it's not in mainstream, like, okay, let's say vaccinations. That's a huge topic. Uh-huh. People get super passionate about it. People talk about it on the news. People are talking about it in the streets. You better have a stance on it and you better have the right stance on it. Because if you don't, you're going to be, you're going to be, you know, humiliated, talked to. But you should trust the government. Different. Yeah. But, and that, but that's where I'm just saying, like, even with the Apple, it's like, nobody's talking about the sweatshops. Hey, let's just not talk about that. Cause all of us like these products. Yeah. All of us. We like, like the end result of doing. it. Yeah. We, yeah. Everybody likes what this is doing. And that's where it's just like, and let's have no stances on it because then that's going to have to make me choose my moral stance. And that's where it's just funny. There's some things that's like, Hey, I'm going to be moral at this topic because we're all right. talking about it, but let's not be moral on this topic. Hey, if you authentically yeah, cared, Colin Kaepernick. Hey, at- if you authentically cared, I wouldn't stop using Apple. Yeah. Literally stop using it. Throw away all your Apple if shit. If Kaepernick and... really cared about injustices, he wouldn't back up Nike. Yeah. If he really authentically cared about the injustices that are being done to human beings, black, white, the other, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Human beings. Human beings. He wouldn't support Nike. He'd be like, no, you guys are disgusting. You have sweatshops. I mean, it's I know, time it's for just, people yeah. to wake the fuck up. But that's the thing is, I don't give a shit. That's fine. That's fine. If But that, there's just... All there's just so much. It's just all a facade. It that's, is all a it's facade. It's all, all facade. it's all a facade. And and that's the thing is like, you can't sit in and uh, everything is a house of cards. Everything is a house of cards. You can't sit here and say fuck yeah, this is the best ever because it's a house of cards. Because at some point, some level, it can be discredited by dirty, shady-ass shit. Yeah. I mean, just like these major corporations, these major companies in China using sweatshops, using all these things for all these years to make millions and millions of dollars, and knowing that they're doing this stuff and selling it to the American people and being like, hey, look at all these idiots, buy our stuff. And they, mm-hmm. they would never stand for it, but you know, that look, yeah. look at them support us. Yeah. I don't know. And, and it's really easy to keep the the people blind it's really easy to put a commercial on act like how giving we are and how thoughtful a company may be and and it's really easy and people believe it it's really simple humans are really really simple they really things. are i mean with our 100 billion in blessings i mean it's really simple to be like oh look how much we give and if you don't ever tell anybody how much you make then they, the giving is like, oh my well, gosh, they give just, so much. And, it, and then there's justification behind it. Well, why wouldn't we save money? That's what we do. Yeah. Oh, and people want to come out the church and say that we, uh, that we have all this money and stuff. But to me, it shows that we're really good, you know, and uh, yeah. with our money. and blah. It's like, you can convince yourself you all can. you want you about what, it, what any topic you want it to work for you. You, you will sure make can. it work for you. And, and what's funny is, uh, in church on Sunday, you're talking about all the things that Jesus would do, how he, much he would give, and how he, like, preaching about all the things that Jesus says to do. And then on, on Monday, it's like, yeah, but we, need, we can't. We, we have to save all this money, otherwise we'd be poor. I mean, yes, you can't give something you don't have, but fuck, you think Jesus, the bigger global scale of things, you think Jesus is really concerned about $100 billion? Jesus don't give two fucks about $100 billion. Yeah, well, he couldn't care less. Well, it's yeah. I I don't know. Why are you it's squandering a hundred billion dollars and not giving that to your people? People, yeah, the people that paid you. It's their money. <laughs> yeah, why aren't you giving it to other countries that really need it? Like, why are you building all these lavish, great and spacious buildings 
And why aren't you out building people's houses and building communities up? A hundred billion dollars would go a long fucking ways, a long ways to building up people, not your church's ego. Yeah. I don't know. It's just society is just interesting. And that's where it's like humans are interesting. And we can justify anything we want in any way. But that's where I just, like I was saying from the beginning, living cash way is, um, is I think a lot of people are becoming more in where the pendulum is coming now to a a more of a balanced way where we're seeing, Hey, you're both right. Yeah. You're both right. Everybody's right. Everybody has absolutely. Everybody, everybody cares. So everybody you're, wants you're in the a room. same. Yeah, we're all in a room, and there's a light switch on the wall, and the lights are off. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and one person's like, "Oh, the lights are off," and it's like, "Yeah, you're right." And the other person's like, "Hey, the lights are on," and it's like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, it's like, "Yes, you're all right." Yeah, I mean, I just the conversation I had with a friend of ours. On, uh, you know, how horrible the president is. And it's like, there's bigger issues. There's bigger, that's like, that's such a minute issue to the global scale of what the fuck the problem is. The problem isn't the president. The problem is the source of information. The problem is term limits. The problem is our house, the Senate. The problem is special interest groups. The problem is big money, pharmaceutical companies. The problem is greed. The problem is way bigger Mm -hmm. than politics. Yeah, it's just like saying, hey, suicide is an issue. Well, okay, that is an issue. Well, uh why are people killing themselves? That And then... Then you have even more of a diff- bigger scale of what really is going on here, and that's just, and that's just life. That's and that's where it's so interesting to watch this all go down because never have I ever <laughs> seen kids, elementary school age, because Obama was elected in 2016. I mean, uh, Trump was elected in 2016. Yeah, 16. That was four years ago. And my kids were in third grade, and they would come home talking about it. And I think it's great that kids are getting more involved in our community, but it's not in a good way. No, it's not in a it's good way. It's with these biased it's, opinions it's of, a, of, of teachers oh, and people. Oh, stupid Trump! Or it's I can't believe well Trump's going to take all of our jobs, or he's going to uh, separate families. It's like where the fuck are you getting that information from? Uh-huh. Because that's not uh-huh. actually the whole truth. Oh, well, people don't want to know the whole truth because if people really want to know the truth, they would see that underneath the Obama administration hey, that listen. it was happening. Underneath every administration. Fuck, if you want to go back and look, go back to the Clintons, go back to but Nancy even, Pelosi. But even, but even talking about immigrants, all of these people have said illegal immigrants, get them out of our country. And then all of a sudden when Trump does something about it, everyone's like, ah! Listen, my thing is this. I'm not saying that it, everything that was is done is done in the right way in the best manner. I I don't no, know. I'm not no. there to make those decisions. But we, even when we were going, like the Holocaust time, I mean, uh, War World True, they were, they had ghettos and camps for, uh, oh, yeah. For the no, whatever. No, during the Korean War. The Koreans, yeah. The Korean War. There we go. Yeah, we, like, we oh, had, we, here in America, we rounded up the Koreans and put them on camps. Yeah, in America. Yep. And they took people that were citizens of America and put them in camps. I mean, that I have, is I, crazy. I was doing work with a gentleman whose dad left California <laughs> and escaped to Gallup to hide 
from the camps to hide from people that were going to take them. Yeah. Because, because America was threatened by Koreans and we didn't want internal warfare. Yep. And so, so what and are we crying about? it was justified about? at that time and people let it happen. And that was 50 years ago. Yeah. And people let it happen because it was the safety of our country, I guess. National and that's security. what, that's what they thought would be the most safe. And we're living today. Things go on. And I hope that we, yes, we do learn from things. But on the flip side, it's like, this is why America is America. I don't know. Like, I don't know what more to tell people. I'm not saying that it's great people that have always ran our country because it hasn't always been great people running our country. No. But this is why America is what it is, is that you can get people from America that run this country that are just biased motherfuckers anyways. If if your job is a politician, it's a pretty sleazy job. Yeah. It's kind of a scummy thing to do. If that's your job, if that's your career, I don't have much respect for people that go into career politicianing. Because at some point you're so disillusioned from reality and what it's like to be a real human being because you're trying, you're up there. A real citizen. You're you're controlling, you're trying to change what people can do or trying to show, even, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're on one side of the fence or the other, and but it's still, I don't have much respect for politicians. I have way more respect for the working man that gets off work and then goes and is the mayor of of town. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and is the mayor of town and then shows back up to his work on Monday morning. I don't have any respect for the House or the Senate and the people that go there because they are there for a career and they are there to justify their jobs if they lose that career then they lose their jobs i mean it's it's just disgusting yeah well i'm glad that we said that we'll never talk about politics i'm just kidding we never said that but because today is it and not that we're really talking about it but there has been some like brought up conversations lately and like a friend just, that wants to do a po- politics yeah. podcast with yeah, you. Yeah, so I got a friend that wants to start a uh, political podcast. We're going to start with the Constitution. We're going to start by dissecting the Constitution and, you know, all the amendments to the Constitution and what's changed and how those amendments have affected the country. Um, the, the, when they amended the Constitution to allow the federal government to directly tax the American people, that fundamentally, dynamically changed the power that the states had over the federal government. And the federal government now took power over the states. And so it's just interesting to see how and, and one small inch at a time and one tiny little um, verbiage change and one little sentence here has dynamically changed our culture into what it is now. And it only takes one generation to dynamically change it. When, when taxes got introduced, the first generation, my great-grandfather fucking hated it. He was pissed about it. Guess what? My grandparents... They paid it. They were still bothered by it, but they paid it. My parents pay it. They're less bothered by it. I pay it. It bothers me, but it's still, it's a a common practice now. We all accept it. And if you don't pay your taxes, it's like, yeah, you need to pay your motherfucking taxes. As opposed to all the American people standing up and say, hey, no, fuck no. You can't tax us. This is bullshit. This is why we have the Constitution and you changed it. And that's not okay because they shouldn't have that right. And because they have that right, that's why they have the control that they have. So it's going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, for you. I'm not a huge political fan. I don't, because I think my stance is I just don't care because it doesn't really matter. And that's why 
like I come back to living cash way to me is just like you're like I said you're both right and you uh-huh. live in this you li- live in a constant state of being like in, uh, instead of assuming somebody's wrong maybe see how they could be right how could they be right in this this thinking because of whatever reasons and um but it doesn't mean I have to. Ex- I, I have to live by what your right is. No, you know, and but that's where crazy, it's just like it's, it's just, just about accepting and being compassionate and having empathy and you know. And I'm not. You know, I don't know. I don't know the answers to all of it. But I know if I'm like even you said your tweet today, being nice to yourself, yeah. even. Well, and, and there is enough. There is enough to go around for to where we don't have to have people living in poverty. We don't have to have people living on the street. There is absolutely enough to go around to for everybody to have everything that they ever want. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so hard when there's so many different opinions and when we have a government that says this is enough or that's enough or whatever. And, and when, I mean, if you've got a family tree that's got trillions of billions of kajillions of dollars i mean what's the point yeah what's the point i don't know i mean yeah you can have all your lavish houses and everything like that but i mean everybody's happiness is different yep money isn't happiness yep. now if we lived in a society where everybody i mean everybody has a role you have workers you have bosses you have managers you have everybody has a place and you also have people that don't like to work and that want to be <clears> taken <throat> care of everybody has a place yep now, how do we find those places for everybody? Or how do we make a society to work like that? But because, And I feel like that is the goal. But, yeah. But it's a pipe dream. Anyways, sure. All you have is your own circle, like we always say. Yeah, but be I Be nice want, to your own circle. Be nice to yourself. I just, you know, it's hard. Well, because... I, you know, even with the family drama that I went through the last couple of years with their extended family in this company, and I had the thought last night, I'm like, man, it's crazy to me that literally they cared more about a business than they did family. They, they cared more about treating it like a business and treating each other, yeah, treating but, me like it was a business yeah. instead of treating me like I was family. I know, but like, but like I said, when we were talking the other day about that, people justify that by saying things like, it's not the company I'm, I'm honoring my, my grandfather's legacy. You know, they twist it. Uh So they feel good about choosing the company over family because in their minds, they choose, they are choosing family, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's just the trick of humans. We do this trick where we can be assholes and convince ourselves that we're not being assholes because there's this little clause in there that's saying, Hey, but I'm not, I'm not choosing the company. I'm choosing my, my dad's legacy. So I have to keep this company going and you're a threat to it. Yeah. You're a threat to this company, not really to the company, more to my paycheck, but more to my son's uh, integrity or his idea. Because you being a cash, uh, ingenuitive and very, uh, aggressive, you guys definitely like to take control of get things in there and, and get, it, get done. it done. And you definitely have a way of doing it that um, might 
put other people rub people the wrong way because they want to be the ones that say how to do it you know what I mean but they don't know how to do it so they have to go ask somebody and hire somebody to tell them what to say to people how to do it but cash is going and they're like what the fuck we're gonna do let's put this shit together Wait, you're gonna hire someone to do that no, no, no i'll do it yeah i'll, I'll go I do can that. build that any day anyway yeah you guys are just very blue collared workers with a very white collared brain yeah and um so i understand it but even like i was talking to my sister the other day it was like i just wish people would be honest about yeah. what they really want Hey, but, I just don't want to share this with you. I, 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 yeah, my vision fucking, was be fucking my, Our vision was for me to just own this. And this is yeah, we don't want to share it with you. Yeah, this is what we want to do. This is what I feel. But is I justified. love you. Yeah, hey, and I love you. I'm, as I'm a being family, honest with yeah. you. I'm cutting you straight, and then we could be like, hey, well, that's bullshit. And we then don't really we can like get that. Over it. So then let's sell this or let's move on with our lives. So since it's going to be like that, then whatever. Yeah. But be fucking straightforward and don't be a coward about it. Like come and tell someone straight to their face. This is what what's I like. Going this on. is what I don't like. Yeah. Hey, the reason why I don't want you to be a part of this is because this, this, and this. Hey, great. Hey. Well, let me, not, now we can move somewhere. Now we can make progress. Right. We can... Well, and I think what's, what really hurts the heart, like we, with your fa- that family drama is like nobody went up to anybody to say well especially them to you but like hey we don't like these things is that something that you could change? Is that something that you would be willing to work on? or, or Yeah or is that something that do you feel like uh, if you want to stay you can we can change these things or work on these things or whatever but it was just like oh we don't like these things just fire them. Yeah, well and no, then, <laughs> let's just drug test them. Yeah but hey, hey you know I smoke weed big deal. Yeah. Big well, fucking deal. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, exactly. But, and that's where it's just like, it's just so aggravating because I definitely feel like we, and that's where I understand Democrat and Republican. That's why I'm very middle, I feel like, because I do have a lot of empathy and I do think people deserve second chances. And I do believe that um, people should get, um, uh, give them, What's like a shadow of doubt? Like not shadow of doubt, but like the a benefit, of the, benefit doubt. of doubt. There you go. The benefit of the doubt, and uh, you know, I just think humans should be treated like humans because we're all fucking broken at some I know, level. But some people think that they're not. I know. And some people have convinced themselves that they're not broken, and that if if something happens, if there's a crack in their chink in their chain or chink in their armor then they get exposed and they're embarrassed or then they get seen for who they really are. And heaven forbid they be who they really are right. or, or be exposed for the truth of what they really are. And that's just crazy to me how much people's egos will hang on to something because they're right and you're wrong because my ego is so big that yeah. I can't be wrong. And it's all they know. I mean, that's yep. a, it's, like, it's all they know. It's what they were brought in, like just like that roast story where yep. you cut off the ends of the roast. Your grandma did it. Your mom did it. You did it. Nobody really knows why. You just do it. You just it. cut the ends off the roast. Yeah. And, and and that's where it's just... Just for the listeners, the only reason why it, you cut the ends off the roast is because your great-grandmother's crock pot was too small to fit the whole roast in, so she cut the end off of it. Yeah. That's the only reason why. That's the only reason why, and people are still cutting the ends off the roast, even though their crock pot's yeah. big enough yeah. for it. Yeah. And that's where... Because um, that's just how we do it. That's We've just how we do it. it. The and, most dangerous and, phrase. And that's where I'm just saying, it, and that's where we have to have empathy is because a lot of people are grow up with this is how life is they grow up in that household they grow up in that community they grow up in that lifestyle and then that is reality and that's what's just hard is everybody's reality is super unique and it's hard to care about anybody else's reality when it's not your own well and what's crazy is everybody sucks to suck everybody sucks to suck i suck to suck 
I mean, it sucks to suck. But at some point, everybody sucks to suck. And that's okay. Yeah. But... But yeah. embrace the suck well, and, that, that's and be why okay I feel with like the way you this suck. This next generation, I hope, like even with transgender and and trans fluid and all of these things, is like, I think it's great that we live in a society where it's like, dude, if you don't want to be a man or if you don't want to be a girl, fucking don't. Then don't. Who cares? Who cares what other people think or whatever? But then we come, once you open that door, it goes to the whole other side of it. It's like, well, everybody needs to start questioning if somebody's a real man or a real woman. It's like, we, we, we can't call man and woman now. We can't do it. It's like, calm down. Just calm down. Everybody calm down. Just care. Just well, care about each other. And just like they do now. It is ma'am who got so offended. Like, hey, you guys. You guys hey, you guys are... Even if you got mistaken for a sir. And I'm, hey, sorry, I'm sorry that you got that mistaken that for a I, sir. I, I, because I, I, there are a lot of real burly women out there that get mistaken well, for a man yeah. that want to be hey, a woman. Hey, guess what? If you weren't such an insecure little bitch about being a man, it wouldn't have bothered you. You, yeah, you would have just I been like, know. oh, hey, I'm a man. It's just crazy. I don't know. The world is insane. But I do think hopefully it's going in a direction. Because I live my, I feel like my group or I growing up community was like oh the world is super scary and it's going to get even scarier that's kind of always the council it was and to me i don't think that this is scarier no you know that this isn't scarier i think it's great to open your eyes well it's scary that we have to accept that now (laughs) because it's it's getting closer to the end times well and you know and it's just i don't know to me i don't fear it i definitely um, embrace it with open arms even whoever the fucking next president is i don't (laughs) jesus is a coming yeah, Trump I don't, is a I, common. You know what? I don't know how much closer we can get. I don't know how much worse it can get. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But Jesus. Well, today's podcast was eventful. It was eventful. Thanks yeah. For, that was fun. That was fun. Have a good weekend. Yeah. We will have a good one ourselves. We'll shout out you on Monday. Shout Living Cashway. Out. Hey, if you do something and you're kind of stuck in your way, be like, is this Cashway? That's not. I probably need to open up a little and bit. And then hashtag it. Put it on your yeah. post and put say, "Living Cat." Hey, hey, I was gonna do something today, and I was like, "Okay, that is all of our listeners uh, to do this weekend." Hashtag us once this weekend. Let's see if you guys all truly are hashtag. Yeah, I mean, hashtag uh, it. Ca- Living Cashway. Hashtag it. Living Cashway. <laughs> Let's kidding. see. Um, but there's just so many things. Living Cashway is such an open easy way of living yeah fuck do i really care about politics no i don't do i really give a fuck who the next president is no i don't because what i care about is that my own happiness and my own joy and my own peace and nothing outside of that nothing outside of me can affect that yes there's things that can make me sad it would suck to have a child hurt when Paige fell through a skylight that was scary i mean that was but but yes. still, it doesn't affect my joy. The president, who's the president, doesn't affect my joy or the my the my life. Yeah, I am in charge of my life. I'm in charge of my happiness, and that's what living cashway is about. So yeah. if there's something that is affecting your happiness, that ain't cashway. It ain't. So hashtag us. Let us know what it is. Alrighty. Shout it out. Shout it out. Later's. Bye.